And you're welcome back to Sportsline Part 2 and we're once again joined by Pat McNamara, Sean O'Halloran, Kevin O'Regan and Jenny Chaplin as we now look at the new proposed structures for Clare GA for the hurling and football championships in the coming seasons. Sean, we move on to the structures, you know, and you know, we've, we've, we've already reviewed it earlier on there, the, uh, the participation of these Clare teams and how they get on. The structures, you might just give us a quick run through on what the proposed structure, new structures are. Um, I'm not hugely familiar with them, but, but, uh, but uh, Danny probably is more up to fair. He's been t- attending the meetings and all that. But th- th- this really is a product of, of the um, Strategic Review Committee that put forward those proposals in relation to the structures. Uh, the, uh, the complete structures in the county will say hurling and football with a view to uh, more to participation uh, from players and getting more players involved and uh, probably making it more attractive for for uh, sponsors to take uh, get involved in 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 respective championships which they have done they have they've got sponsors you know to, to sponsor most of the championships now but uh, I suppose it, it, it hasn't been passed yet but uh, it is for review again next week uh, you know a meeting another meeting coming up so there has been a few meetings and a few different proposals that's that's my understanding and um, the football people probably weren't happy last week that they didn't get um, or, or they, they didn't get parity in terms of the amount of games that the, the football people were going to get and that's understandable too you know they, 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 they and they probably mobilised their troops and brought in uh, you know support they travel in numbers they, they, yeah. they, they can the numbers and, and they, yeah. they'll do that again more than likely if, if they do feel that they're being anyway victimised but uh, it's going to be interesting how it, how it transpires but in general it's a very good uh, proposal as I see it and and I think um, I I presume I think it w- it will be passed and probably go, go into uh, into vogue next year. Danny, you you, you might run through that. Yeah, I would say the coming twenty twenty four is going to be as, as is. is four groups of four in senior and intermediate uh, junior. I'm not sure how many teams in the junior, but does um, and and what does what they're proposing is the eight quarter finalists. Uh, from 2024 plus the two senior B finalists make up the senior A group and, um, in 2025 which will be two groups of five four games in the league section uh, the top two teams go to the quarter final no sorry three of the four teams go to the quarter finals so that gives you six squad finalists. And then you have a senior B, which is six teams. And the top two teams in that go to A, they go into the senior B final. And the quarter final of the county championship. Of the county championship. So trying to put some meaning into the senior B. We'd say at the moment the senior B is just a non-event. Um, nobody <coughs> really, nobody bothers with it. Um, I suppose Aina Kilimona and, and Bradford met in the first round this year and there were only two teams that made, made any effort like there was even talks of the bridge and Bellier tossing for it you know so this is where this um, committee are coming from they're trying to put some meaning into it and if you come in the top two of the senior B you're into the quarter final championship and the senior B final and then there'll be one t- the bottom two are relegated for the following year for 26, the bottom two in A go to B. And the bottom two teams in the B Championship play off for relegation straight, one down, 
one up from the Premier Intermediate. Premier Intermediate is more or less the same. You'll have 10 teams in the Premier Intermediate and the Intermediate will be 6. It's like Senior A, Senior B. It's Premier Intermediate, Intermediate. Uh, with the same format for the two teams in the Intermediate can make the quarterfinals of the Premier. of the Premier Intermediate. And that will be decided by the 2024 <coughs> results. The eight quarterfinalists in the... I'm not sure actually where the... The, yeah, what we had to the last two. Yeah. yeah, I know the eight quarter finalists will be in the Premier Intermediate. Plus, I'm not sure where the other two come. Um, and I, I, you'd have to read into, but they have a plan to to make a ten. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of clubs would would go for it, but then you have some of the bigger clubs are not going for it. From the meetings I've attended, they're they're feeling there's nothing wrong with the. The four groups of four, but you know, for um, the the this Holland review committee that went out, their brief was to put more meaningful games for club holders, uh, and to give them to give them more games. We'd say people with county teams, they feel you don't have them for the Clare Cup, so you get your star player, and you might play three games in the year with him. You get a young fella coming onto your panel, and the one fella he'll look up to is his. He's county man, you know, a ballet young fellow coming onto the panel, they want to play with Tony Kelly. At the moment, they're only guaranteed three games. So they're trying to increase the number of games. It's only by one, but um, at least they'll have their, your county man for, for more in, more involvement with the clubs. And um, as I said, off air there, Ali Baker kind of went through and he made a couple of really good points. He was on that committee. And he, he feels that the way to be structured going forward, every team will have a realistic chance of winning the championship they're in. You know, whereas at the moment, a lot of teams are, are playing for survival. And he, he is right in that fact. We all know it in, in, in every championship, be it seen or be it or intermediate. There's teams going out there and their only aim is survival. They're, they're not going out to win anything. And and there's no real progress in that, and you can't develop your club in in, in that, or can't develop your players probably if you're training them for three to four months to go out to win one game. Well, you know what's the value of it, and what's the future in it. So that's why they're trying to propose this that you're splitting the championships, but you're putting more meaningful games, and you're putting teams. We'd say the ten A teams, they'll be playing teams of their own level, and they might away with some of the mismatches now we don't see too many mismatches I suppose in the senior but it definitely in the intermediate there is a lot of mismatches every year you know and it's soul destroying for a team maybe to go out in that first round and maybe lose by 18-19 points how do you get how do you keep them going for two more weeks to go out in the second day so that's kind of the the reasoning behind it Um. so I, I personally I think it, it could be it, it deserves to get a chance but uh, from the meeting last Friday night I don't believe it will be passed at all now there's no counter proposal nobody has a proposal to stay with four groups of four or whatever there's no counter proposal unless one comes on board before next Tuesday night but uh, the big disappointment for me was the lack of Holland Cup support at this meeting it was predominantly the football clubs were there, and you can be damn sure that the next meeting, if there's going to be a vote, this every football club will be represented. I'm not so sure 
will every hurling club be represented? You know, and uh, that's a pity about it. We do, I, I'm not talking about a split, but it, 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 the meeting last Friday night, it looked very much like Hurling was on this side of the room, football was on this side of the room, there was a big gap in the middle. There was no, no bringing them together. Now, to me, I'd be of the opinion that fellas that play football can't play Hurling, so let them off. I let them do what they want. But you see, it's these dual clubs and the dual player, like there's four senior clubs next year. I think there's four dual senior clubs next year. Um, and it's going to create, if these proposals are passed, but the, but the Holland and the football proposals in 25, your star players could be playing, these dual players could be playing 11 weeks in a row, I think. In yeah, the group that's stage, that's just in the group stages. You know, so there are, the, are some of the, the things, the downsides of it. You know. I suppose, Kevin, there's going to be upsides and downsides, and it's going to take a while to tweak these, tweak these things out anyway, you know what I mean? But things had to change. We see the way Limerick have operated, we see the way Cork have operated their championship, Tipperary have done it, you know, all quite successful. Something had to be done. Absolutely, and, and like, it's about providing, like, the objective to provide meaningful games to, to club players, and that's what it's about. And, like, okay, dual players, that is an, an issue that has to be kind of worked around, but I think... Like historically, likes of Cratlow have accepted we're a dual club and we have to we're out every week. And some years you've said it's been to their advantage. Maybe other years it hasn't. Maybe this is a year where it has been to their advantage in that they're out of the hurling early and they end up winning the, the senior football championship. I think with Canada people that an effort and time invested into the proposals, I think um, this hasn't been just dropped down from on high. Like there's been real consideration of what is best. And uh, like Danny alluded to there, I think it's worth a chance. There's no doubt about it. I think um, as a player, if I was if it was 25 years ago, you'd be rubbing your hands. Like you've a real carrot there, no matter what level or what what way you're graded every year. And there's something something to go for and something to achieve. Whereas like like let it be nearly an intermediate for some of the intermediate teams this year maybe it was the objective was to get out of there again as in go, go down the, the trap door again rather than sustain the, some of the beatings that they got and that's that's not how you develop players or, or develop clubs and and keep an interest either and, 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 and that's really what it's about so I think it's it's well worth, worth, worth giving it a, a shot and, but it sounds like it's going to be a political issue as well whether it'll get through or not so it's, it'll be interesting to see how it'll pan out Sean, look, something had to be done. The mismatches had to be taken out. You yeah. know, there, there was a lot of matches yeah. there where you know going it was only going to be a waste of time. Yeah. It, it cuts out of that. But also, it's going to change the mind that mental attitude of players going out at the start of the year. Look, we have something realistic to hit for here. You know, we're not going just for survival. We have yeah. something to aim for. Yeah. The mind, to change the mindset altogether. Yeah, well, that was the big thing, was to take out that word survival out of it. Because if you're only going out every year in a championship just for the sake of survival, I think that takes an awful lot of the good out of the out of actually you're representing your club. So from that perspective, I I, I, I think it's definitely uh, the right way to go. The, the only concern that I'd have in relation to fixtures and one, and as someone that did fixtures for a long, long time, you know, the schedule will be very tight, particularly if Clare managed, and we all do, we, we all hope, that they'll be in an All-Ireland final next year. And that'll, that'll cut back your, your, your time schedule in relation to when you start and, and how you conclude your championships and, and still qualify for, a Munster, for a, a Munster Club championship. That's the only downside that I would see of it. But, but I think it can be worked around at the same time. <coughs> you know. And Sean, also, you know, 
as you're talking about the hopefully Clare will be in Ireland final and look at there's, there's plenty of talk at national level too that these finals are going to go from July back back to later on in the year as well which is going to tighten the time frame even more yeah and, and personally I, I think that's the retrograde step I, 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 I loved uh, an All-Ireland in September and, and, and I, I'd, still, I'd still be hoping that you know the powers that be will see that it'll probably take a couple more years to do that though yeah. but uh, I still think that it was, uh, t- 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 was the time to play them and, and you, 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 if you think of 95 and 97 and we, we still got our championships played albeit it was a knockout at, at that yeah. particular time but, and there was, there was great championships though yeah. No, at the same time we, yeah, we, we had didn't t- get beaten in the first round yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're going to run out of dates they're going to run out of dates now and again participation in the Munster Club you know yeah. any team that wants to win, win the championship they want, you want to participate yeah. now in provincial th- th- that, 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 that's a possibility it mightn't happen yeah but th- that's okay until you actually win your when you come to championship and then I can tell you there's no club in Clare that don't want to represent their county at any grade at any level you know when the t- when push comes to shove they'll want to they'll want to play and Pat, uh, look yeah. at speaking from you know from as yourselves, you're talking about numbers and all that. And look at survival. You you've mentioned it many many years in a row here. But is it is a tremendous uh, boost for maybe like Kilnina, you yeah. know, And there's many more in the same boat. You know that you'll be playing realistically. You start off your training in January, February, wherever it is. Hey, look, we've something to go for here. Yeah, when you come to November, December, and you're thinking about getting managers and trainers for next year. I mean. It's very, very hard to get people to take over a team that has no hope of winning this championship. That's the first thing. You know, how many people are going to beat, you know, 100 nights coming up from February to whenever they knocked out of the championship to uh, train a team that probably recently has no chance of, of in, in that competition. The other thing is, I suppose, the two things that, that need a change are to have a realistic senior B, which it isn't at the moment, and to have get rid of the mismatches at intermediate level of 25 and 18 point margins. They were the two things aside to deal with. So from that point of view, you had to be in favour of it. But the other thing you'll see then is Limerick. You mentioned Limerick there. And I mean, they're county thing. Obviously, they're going for five or six All-Irelands or seven where it will be shortly. I mean, that's amazing. But they're seeing the championship is the Piersig, Doon, Kimelech and Patrick Spelleris every year at the Forum. And there's no change at all there. So I don't know whether they work perfectly in terms of getting new teams up towards the top. I mean, the Limerick Steel Championship to me is atrocious. It's played inside in, in, in the Gaelic grounds with nobody at all visible in, in the crowd at the far side that are on this huddle in the stand. So, you know, it, it's not working. It's not as if Limerick is perfect, but you do, you do need a senior B where people take it seriously. And But then you were saying the other good teams have something to aim for would bring that in. And secondly, you need, I suppose, two lots of intermediate, two divisions of intermediate so that the lower ones who are getting the hidings have competitive games early on and see which one can come up to the Premier. So, look, at you have to go, you have to say it's the right idea, and in theory anyway, in practice, let's see will it work, if, if it gets through. I suppose, Sean, did I come back to the old days, years ago, where you had senior, intermediate, junior A, junior B and junior C. It's just, it's just a name change, really. That's, a, that's really what it is. It's actually a name change. Yeah. Nothing that's more, true. really. Yeah, but but uh, it's probably structured a, a bit better yeah. in the sense that every up every team uh, have have a realistic chance now of progressing. That's what it's all yeah. about. Mm-hmm. That, that there's that there's nothing worse than, as we said already, you know, having no chance. I mean, that, that's that's a, a real downer starting off the year and you know get getting trainers and getting managers and you know putting all the work in and at the end of the day, really making no progress. 
Yeah, and as well as that, Kevin, you know, the, the real, even apart from when you're wrong, you're wrong with, the chance even to compete in the, in the grade above you, you know, that, that's a big incentive, you know, given that you'd have four or five matches played before you even get that far. No, absolutely. And I remember going back, that's the way the senior B was structured quite a number of years ago, where the, when, when it was introduced initially, I know Rowan were involved in the early stages and they won a couple of senior Bs. I remember the beat. I Tubber in a, in a senior B final and, and uh, Wolf Torns in a senior B final as well but the, the senior B final was one thing you were winning a trophy and competing but you're also quarter, qualifying for the quarter final championship um, so there's a huge incentive there and you build momentum and and you, you create the kind of environment where there's something to achieve when you set out in January, February or this time of year when you're getting yourself organised for the following year. So I think it has a huge amount of mer- merits um, and like Pat alluded to, definitely I think um, the golf in, in, in standard between, in, at intermediate level needs to be addressed and uh, senior B to add a bit of... Um, I suppose value to that competition is a, is a big factor as well. The headache of fixtures, it's always going to be there. Dual clubs add to it as well. But I think as dual clubs, I think they're open to working with the county board and ensuring that things work smoothly. So um, I suppose we don't have any clubs we're in that involved. We don't have that issue. It's going to be every second week. But um, yeah, I, I, as I said earlier, I think it's, it's worth merit and, wor- and, and worth looking at and hopefully we'll get through. And Danny, in fairness, the committee, they've put in an amount of hours into this. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And they've thought, yeah. thought it well through, in fairness to them. Yeah, they've spent many an hour on it. Um, I know I was talking to Patrick Ball and the good few times about it now, and they would be meeting, they were meeting on and off twice a week for maybe 10 weeks, and they'd spend their hours at it, and they, they gathered results from other counties and looked at the way the other counties were under championships, and then they went back, I think he said they went back 25 years in results in Clare championships. And tried to build their data. Now Dev, there's big changes in the Clare Cup as well, but it's more about rebalancing, the, the rebalancing it. You know, but maybe not. You know, it doesn't have the effect of the championship. Does not the promotion, and it, it doesn't really matter in the Clare Cup. You know, once you're getting competitive games, um, because you're playing without co- any club has yeah. county players that playing without them anyway. Um, but, you know, one of the big things as well is, you know, they, they pull on them from the county panels, the 20s, the minors, the, they, they pull on the club players. Like, we're seeing it now, we're in 21 semi-finals on the week. Owen Gunning is supposed to go to Crow Park training with an American football team. I mean, a four and a half hour training session the day before a county team. No, I know I've been involved with our, our 21s. We're not happy with it. We'll be getting in touch with the county board. Like, what is the benefit for our club? This is supposed to be the club. What I'm, saying, I'm trying to say is this is supposed to be the club time of the year. Mm-hmm. And now you have county fellas. I mean, our under-20s, we have three, we have three of um, next year's under-20 panel. They're off doing gym programs. You know, we, he, in the middle of the year. Right now, yeah, they're at yeah. it now, you know. And uh, it's not just Bradford, though. Yeah. This is every it's club. The board, yeah. You know, yeah. where is the, the cut-off? Yeah. Why haven't they left until the 21 championship is finished and your club season is over? Yeah. Then, by all means, go with your county under-20s, your county minors, and your county season. Fair well, fairish, know, for doing isn't, isn't that, yeah. isn't that, that's, that's what the split season, season is supposed to be about, yeah, but yeah. it's not happening. Yeah. Like, I think it's three or four weeks. The under-20s are yeah, back doing yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. 
But the reality of it is that they have never really found a, a, a perfect time for the Under-21 Championship. If you, if you go back a number yeah. of years, we were playing in the early part of the Celtic year. Celtic was the first round though. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then that was, it was a knockout that time yeah. and clubs, clubs weren't happy. Sean, and I think it was one of the best championships in it. And, and it doesn't matter what time of the year, yeah. I believe it should still be a knockout yeah. championship. Yeah. I, I, this, I think so too. The, the, yeah. the extra days and the extra yeah. time it's yeah. coming from the second rounds and the third rounds, you know. Yeah. But Jenny, I presume even when you're talking about reforming the senior championship to intermediate, that with the with the way fixtures are going to be said, that under three one will probably if it's going to be held at the same time, which it, which it probably has to be, we'll have to go to knockout because the days just won't be there anymore anyway. Well, yeah. you, you yeah. know, I thought it should have gone to knockout this year, but there was clubs up there and they were up at the meeting. They all they all want a second chance. Up and down about a second chance. Yeah, that, that's, you know? that's the problem. Yeah, and 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 to me yeah. and and having hold. I played, I, I lost four in a row. I, I played in five under 21 finals in a row. We won, we won the first one and didn't last four to fake in a row. But they were brilliant championships. Yeah. And it was a knockout. You know, yeah. you went out, yeah. every match was a county final. Yeah. Be it a first round or whatever, every match. And it made better for us. Yeah. And it yeah. made better for the spectacle. Yeah, I, I, I just feel, t- you know, at the time of the year, be it in March yeah. or, or November, there is much difference between the pitches yeah. you know yeah. we're getting rain this is Ireland we'll, we'll have rain most of the year anyway yeah. but it, it's it, it, it's dragging it out by going with a league yeah. basis in it there seems to be no perfect time and t- no, to play no, it no. all because you know the the minor another 21 the that's the that's the problem because it's played on the league system early part of the year. That's why it was moved to the to the end of the year. Mm. And now you have the, what Danny points mm. out. You know you have other problems at the end of the year, and you've also colleges co- co- it, coming yeah. in then, mm. and 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 that has a huge effect on it as well. And um, oh no, there's there's really no perfect time, but I think definitely then should be knock out anyway yeah. at least then you 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 you'd be you know you either in or, or you're out after yeah, and you prepare accordingly absolutely you're preparing for a county final in your first round yeah you know and every club is absolutely and, and it makes for a better and i think it makes for a better championship yeah really. pat in conclusion look at our club season is still not over and we're we're heading yeah. into the middle of november there's another another four weeks left in it but and as sean as i said colleges coming in player welfare is going to have to you know, come into come into play. As some say, it's often bended about. Is it really taken seriously at the end of the day? Well, I, you know, competition structures have always had a problem for the GA, and I suppose since the since the arrival of county managements, I suppose twenty years ago, getting sole control of players for the three or four months of the of the county championship, where you can't play club, we can't have left playing for club at all. It has condensed it more, even before the recent change of, of the early All-Irelands and the club being autumn. So there's always going to be a problem, as far as I can see. And then you have the dual players as well, and you have college guys. So fellas want the games. Isolation players. Fellas want the games. And I think, I suppose, players themselves have to bite the bullet and say, I'll be playing a couple of games a weekend. But for managers, for people involved in training clubs, I mean... Then he says if if Owen Gunning has to go up to Dublin to, for four hours for some kind of a session, it's no guarantee that Owen Gunning is going. No, it's safe. Clear of all, it's no guarantee. But I've uh, heard these discussions since I was a young fella, and I'm the oldest lad here talking at this this table, and these things are being talked about a bit. 40 or 50 years ago, now, obviously it's deadly because you got one game in the championship in the club, you're knocked out for the year, but. The, the opposite side of the coin is trying to give as many games as possible. You're going to have clashes, you're going to have awkwardness, you're going, and at 21, I think, should be knockout. It's one of the easy th- ways of cutting out at least one or two weekends 
21 and knockout as it used to be great conditions then he says I agree fully with that there's no point trying to please everybody so you have to at least make that straight knockout at least it's one competition that's kind of got, got, got done and I hate sticking out of the way because there's an attitude in GA to try and get a competition out of the way which it shouldn't be no. it should be the players dream to play these games but um, I think we'll be talking about the same thing this time next year Let's uh, sorry, sorry. Just, just on the player welfare I, 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 if you ask any player they want to hold they want to play matches the player welfare comes in with the management of the individual teams mm. are on yeah. and their workload. I don't believe that come July, August, September that these guys need to be training three and four nights a week. They have a level of fitness. Yeah. You know, it's not like all day. They, these guys don't go off drinking water after matches or nothing. I see it. We won yeah. the Tuna Championship. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were in Vans and, and there was three tables uh, there's only three tables there, but <laughs> <laughs> the three tables. There was one table loaded with minerals, like all oh. the young lads, and and because so they didn't twenty one match in two weeks, they were oh. after winning the Jordan Championship. Didn't have any drink. No, I'm not saying it's wrong, but this is the mentality of the yeah. young fellas. So, what I'm saying, do they need to be doing all this training? I, I think the burnout comes more from the training than, oh, yeah. than, yeah. than yeah. the actual games. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Danny. Yeah, you're dead right. And, 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 and if the management yeah. can take a, a different approach to it. Yeah, okay, absolutely. You and, and it, the, it's the same yeah. at inter-county level when they're back training as well. The, the Fitzgibbon Cup is going on and, and that's that's something that the managements, you know, ha- should have respect for players in terms of training. Mm. But there's no problem with matches. All players love playing matches. Yeah. But the big problem is the amount, between, the amount yeah. of sessions they have to fulfill mm. in order to get on a, a Fitzgibbon team and, and vice versa then. So I think it's it's you know, it, I always say about common sense, it's not much to have, but it's an awful lot to be missing. There's no, no, and with that, we're going to, we're going to, to, to call a halt to our programme today. And look, thanks to Denny, to Kevin, Sean, and to Pat, and thanks to Jim in the control talk. We hope you enjoyed our sports line here today on Scarlet Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM, in association with our credit union. And for me, Leo Dial, until we meet again, it's Ben O'Day of Islam.